And uh, now what I would like <laughs> is for all of us to make uh, an initiative roll, please. Let's get some music going on here. Uh, do we also get disadvantage on that one? Or uh, yes, it is an ability check, so yes, you would. Um, and we don't we don't have our tokens on the thing. Oh, right, that's well, right. That's so, music. Because we have that, because we have the party. What? Um, How oh, do wait. I get... Why are we getting decimals? I don't know. That's new. I rolled an eighteen point two. Okay, so are we that? playing? Are we playing baseball? No, 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 no. This is for like for uh, when two people roll the same thing, so that it like decided to uh, which one of those goes first. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so I need wow. to roll twice actually. That uh, is not my name. <laughs> okay, so, so I get seventeen. Um. This okay. is so weird. <laughs> I have I never seen this. May be rolled a new thing from roll twenty that I hadn't seen before. I'm not familiar with this either. Uh, it also says that you wanted to send the result of this roll to the turn tracker, but no valid token was selected. I will happily select my token, but I, I'm, I also need to just screenshot this for the benefit of my baseball friends, who um, are all with me mourning the loss of baseball. Um, where things like this would happen sometimes. Is it is it actually lost forever lost? Like Yeah. Oh the, no. It's not coming back and the they have to do they have to lay everybody off and it's extremely sad and very upsetting. Oh, no. Um and yeah. But seeing decimals always will make me think of it. So Okay. What are these names? What Well Um What? The one that's for me, that was Wait. the name that was on my token. It was not the one that's on my character sheet. It was on my token. <laughs> so if you click on your token and click the ast or the the gear thing, the gear, the so, yeah, gear. Oh, I, weirdly though. Oh, sorry. Like, I just I just removed that by accident. I'm so sorry. Who is that that I just removed? It wasn't me. I think I removed he, Granny. I think is what I did. Yeah, you're the names granny. that I see are Coriander Took, Granny Lavender, Hope Singer, and Titch. Well, it's but, because I changed my name on my token, so I'd probably update. Okay, all right. So, but are you saying that you're that you, Tren, are the one who rolled a ten? Oh my God, what is happening? Okay, you rolled it. Yeah, right. So that's twenty. It should be twenty-one, uh, right? No, it should be seventeen. Oh, seventeen. Okay. Got it. What did I roll? What is this seventeen point sixteen? Or right, I just adjusted this. I'll 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 look into this later. Um, because this is obviously a roll twenty. I'm pretty like, sure thing. it's an option on the character sheet. Uh, so uh, and uh, sorry, I've forgotten. How do I? I don't see my token. Uh, it's probably down at the bottom of the. Probably down at the bottom of the map. If you. No, uh, you no. have to drag your token onto the map. Uh, yeah. Just, okay. Oh, there, there are two grannies. That's what I'm seeing. Because okay. I was, as, as was made clear, we need to make sure it was the party moving as a group, because uh, you know, otherwise Tari's awesome party-based rune uh, token would not be used. Right. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, my name says Agrafrathakarka. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's not so right. You, you change that. Yeah. So yeah, down at the bottom of the map, I show. Yeah, I think I guess you just moved here your token there, Granny. And I see Caloran right next to you. And then, of course, Titch is still over by... Yeah, where are we okay. supposed to be? So, Granny is... Um, uh, you can see the party be a little bit down. Too loud? Like okay. Sure, sure. I can't hear it very well with this setup, so... 
What? <laughs> oh yeah, better? much better. Okay, mm. cool. All right. Uh, you should all so... be up by the north farthing. By the words, north farthing is where we should be. Ah. All right. Okay. So Granny with a seventeen, uh, Alfavio Ogre Crow, otherwise known as Titch, is uh, is a ten. Um, okay. And then we're still. The, I'm, and I'm waiting. I guess probably, on. How do we get our thing into the turn order again? Just click on your token, re-roll yeah. your initiative, and then just change the number in. The... Oh, so I don't get to keep my eighteen. Point two. As long as you can successfully roll a deception thing against Arv, yeah, fine. Let's see. Uh, God, it really it does say five point two as a thing that is added to initiative on my sheet. Very so odd. Yeah, we're not we're not doing initiatives what, that way. What is your actual initiative value? What sorry? What is what, actual? What, what does your initiative say on your character sheet? Yeah, it says five point two. It does. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know why that is. Uh, but anyway, so I have selected my token, and I'm gonna now roll initiative, I uh -huh. guess. Yep. 7.2. <laughs> now you <laughs> click on click on 7.2 in the turn order, and you can enter the number manual. But I want my 18.2. Well, then enter 18.2, and... <laughs> But I want a 58, actually. No, but I rolled it! That was my initiative roll! Look, I took a screenshot to... Yeah, I see it. Put it in there! So what... Yeah, if your initiative was 18, that's fine. Whatever your initiative was. Oh, okay. It's because you had me roll again, and I was I was confused. No, no, just to get you in the tune... Just to get you in the turn order Oh, I see. Okay, right. Well, I will round it down to 18 instead of 18.2, which I think is a more charming number. 18. Okay. It was 18.2, so 18. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so 18.2, is that Celsius or Fahrenheit? Never mind. <laughs> Always Celsius. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, and so... I, I like the idea that the lowest one here is Cal, who clearly is trying to figure out how to handle his loot, while also, <laughs> you know... Well, it's out of tune. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the biggest issue. Um, okay. Like, takes so long to get out of its uh, carrying bag? Mm-hmm. Or the carrying case? Exactly. Okay, uh, so... accidentally got the wrong flight case, the one with, uh, <laughs> uh, with the machine gun in it. Exactly. So we had to... Uh... It's, it's like uh, and it, when he asked the questions, like, in Desperado, like, what's in the case? A guitar. Um, okay, uh, let's start with Coriander. You were up first. You were first to react. Um, so the troll has just been hit by an arrow, and you can now see uh, your companions are on the mm -hmm. other side. You can see all of them. And they can see you, and they all look a little bit freaked out um, at, at this point, to a certain degree. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so um, I think that, so Coriander was, at first, when she was, like, throwing a rock, she was really, oh, it started raining, that's nice. Um, she uh, was really scared, because she thought she was all by herself. But now it turns out that her family is here, and <laughs> she is so happy about that, and she is, like, it's it's filling her up with vim and vigor and stuff and and the sight of like Titch Titch her friend Titch who she feels so strongly about has just has just shot an arrow and it's so exciting and that she's was like Bilbo. Wait, was it? <laughs> no, no, he's Wait. he's no. trying to blame Bilbo for his his arrow throw. His yeah, arrow yeah. Throw. And you so fell anyway. for it again, Amon. I did. I did <laughs> fall for it. I'm a very easily distractible person. Okay. So anyway, I was like, I could have missed that. Um, so anyway, she she is like, she's 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 feeling a lot more um, 
lot more okay about this. And so, uh, uh, okay, before I say the thing that I want her to actually do, um, uh, 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 I'm just <clears throat> looking at the sheet again, abortive though it is, uh, and... Oh, yes. Okay. Um, let me just think about this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay. carry the one. I hear all this, like, you know, like, the wheels yeah, yeah, turning. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. Actually, okay, I wanna, can I, can I, I'm gonna, I wanna DM you something. Okay. Can I do well, that? I thought, you, okay. I thought you meant DM. I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Okay. Um, so... Okay, I am prepared. Uh, Are you though? Oh god, why is this going all the way into the side? Okay, here we go. Eh, eh. Uh, so those are the grunts that Granny's making right now. Right. Well, there's also there's the sound okay. of what I think is the boat on the dock behind the house where I am banging against the tuxes. You're doing that grunt bang grunt. I'm like, what the hell? Are you on a boat? No, um, I'm on <laughs> okay. I'm on a lake, and there's a boat. He's, he's, oh, okay. he's grunting on the dock of the bay. Is what I'm on says. a boat. <laughs> grunting on the dock of the bay. And demonetized. <laughs> so I have DM'd you, Greg. Okay, uh, let me see. I'm looking at. Uh... Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's exactly uh, what I thought. That's fine. Let me have you make, um, if you're going to do this fast, let me have you make an acrobatics check to get off the wall quick. Okay. You could, you could just fall off, really. Well, I mean, yeah, you could just, just topple backwards. And... Um, uh, it would not surprise me, actually, if acrobatics was the role she needed to make to execute this maneuver. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, Well, this is step yeah. one. There's a couple steps, but yes. Sure, sure. Um... Okay, inshallah, let's see. So acrobatics, you say? Indeed. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a 24. <laughs> so, like, so so Coriander just more or less just vanishes. Like, she's standing at the wall, and all of a sudden you just <laughs> see, like, a little cloud of dust and a zip. Um, and so, and then she is gone, um, apparently. Um, and... Is she, is she like a, a squirrel that's always on the other side of the pillar? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like you keep going, you're like where? Um, okay. Uh, See, I figure what she's doing is she has just gone. Ah, no, he shot me too. Oh, Mr. Troll, we're on the same side, and then she fell off the thing. And so the next part is the deception check to see if she can convince the troll that they're actually allies. Uh, I'm writing back to you. Um, Hi. <clears throat> For those of you listening at home, this uh, interchange that none of the rest of us can see is brought to you by um, uh, Free, Free League, which is sponsoring this campaign. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by R2-D2 and C-3PO. For some reason, C-3PO spells R2's name like that instead of R2, which is how it's supposed to freaking be. Indeed. And I just wrote back, uh, uh -huh. ML, so you can see that. 
Um, okay. Um, so, so I'm not going to ask about movement because we know what you're doing. Um, okay. Well, what you said. we don't know. <laughs> well, I you know. know. <laughs> well, you should have been in the group chat, all right? The private I chat. I was, and, okay. and I clearly was convincing the troll that they're allies. Granny is up next. Uh, what would you like to do, Granny? This thing is um, quite dangerous and quite furious. Uh, is it still paying attention to me? Um, at the moment, it is paying attention to uh, the combination Bilbo. of either Bilbo or Titch, uh, depending on who it believes, that fired at it. Okay, but I am now about 25 feet away from Myrtle, right? Yes, I would say so. And also about 20 feet from the troll. Cool. Um... I guess I'm gonna try to get Myrtle's attention and to wave her over for my action. Off the rock? Yeah, she's on top of the wall. So you want oh, her to... Oh, I see. On top of the wall. Okay, Just no, get her to trust I want to get on <laughs> the other side of the wall, like, so that the wall is in between me and the troll. Okay. I think you can probably do that. Um, are you gonna try to do so without the troll noticing you? It might not anyway. Yes. Okay, so make a stealth check. It's not a hard one, though. The troll is I mean, very uh, occupied. Yeah, but I still get disadvantage. That's true. It's, it's, it's occupied, and the wall is smarter than the troll. So That's probably true, yes. Okay, right, the sheet do be slow. No. Yeah, so is everyone having the slowness with the dice? I'm not, way? but my, my character sheet is the standard one. It doesn't have all this custom stuff that you guys have. No, it's not the rolling that's slow, just like the character sheet opening by itself. Uh, oh, for, for which me, I have another campaign as well. And again, uh, Roll20 no. has been doing a lot of back-end work. I think that may be part of it. Um, Ooh, so. Very okay. nice. I'll take wow, yeah. Time. Oh, no problem. Yes, you're able to sneak off between, so you're now behind the wall. Um, and you you could do something having made it behind the wall. Um, yeah, uh, basically I'm trying to get uh, Myrtle's attention. Hey, Myrtle! Let me make a perception check for her and see if she notices. Just throw a rock at her head. <laughs> Critical hit. She's and dead. Ah, okay. can't get and her. She, and she falls back and Granny catches her. It is, it her is like Granny's signature move, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just pretend she's an owl. There, okay. <laughs> no problem. So she, um, so Myrtle kind of like does want to... Oh. What? What are you doing? What are you doing what? down there? What do you mean, What? Oh. <laughs> we are getting you out of here. Like, what, what I'm going to do is, uh, he's going to get me. And also, what about him? And she kind of points at the gray-eyed man in the cloak. Nobody cares about it. We'll take care of that, too. Get down there. Um, uh, and she says, but I can't really, I, I can't really balance very well with, and she kind of lifts the club up, um, and uh, she kind of lifts the club up above to sort of show, and then, ah! um, and sort of like falls, sort of half falls and grabs onto the rock. So she's now, she's, the good news is that she's heading in the direction of you, um, <laughs> s- slowly, <laughs> Granny, but she kind of has part of the wall. So the wall you can see, Granny, is starting to tilt in your direction. Um, uh. We'll talk about what happens next turn when you think about what happens mm. in six seconds from now. Um, that is going to lead us to, uh, ah, the troll. So, um, the troll, which has a lot of a target-rich environment, um, let's see, 
Yeah, I think it's going to attempt to, it takes some steps over, it's going to attempt to slam either Bilbo or you, Titch. Hmm. Now, if memory serves, it was 50 feet away when I shot at it. That's true. It has a speed of 40 feet and reach of 10. Okay. So, um, that's fine. It did. Wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah. That's so convenient. <laughs> Troll, what do you want? Yeah. Um, it's almost like someone calculated these values beforehand. I don't know Just... what you mean at uh -huh. all. Um, okay, I, let's say on a one or a two, it'll attack Titch, and a three or four, it'll attack Bilbo. So, you're going to roll a d20. I'm going to roll what? one <laughs> to two, Titch, three to four, Bilbo. Mm hmm. Yay! And it's one to two, Titch. Okay. Excellent. So, it is going to roll. Roll for Titch. All right. Um, going to attempt to slam you with the brick uh, that it has, the piece of wall that it has in your hand. Mm -hmm. Just as soon as I can get the dan... Okay, there we go. Um, uh, that's an 11 to hit. So... Basically, with his uh, hand behind him, holding the the bow, the short bow behind him, uh, Titch's other arm comes up with his shield, and the because Titch's AC is fifteen, so the yep. the rock <clears throat> nice. bounces off the. But I like that, uh, and Rudinell is inspired Titch. That'll probably be useful in just a minute. Um, mm -hmm. But I do want to point out, if I can just sort of, uh, let's see, do this in this very limited area, the result of this is, so he's got the shield, Use this pillow. He's got the shield, and then his body, your whole body, Titch, is like, like, like this, <laughs> yeah. as the uh -huh. thing is pushing you. And your arm is, that hurt a lot. Now, you're okay. <laughs> no, you <don't> <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly, exactly. So, um, right, okay, so that was good stuff. I assume you're not, well, you could, uh, it, it, I'm going to see, because it's right on top of you. So, yeah, so he's going to stay where he, he, he can't move any further anyway. Um, but he's now engaged with you directly, and conveniently, it is your turn, Titch. So, um, you can now decide what you want to do with this thing engaged with you as you're like, you know, this business. Uh-huh, uh -huh. Well, with his, uh, his, his shield in his arm, basically, it's like, he just lets go of the bow. Um, because it's not going to be of any use at this range anyway. And he just pulls out the spear and goes for a double-handed, like as he closes in so he's within yeah. range, but he does a double-handed spear thrust Okay. at the troll. And while he's doing this, he was like, I told you it was him. He's the one. Look, I don't even have a boat. Oh, and just stabs it. Nice. Um, also, sorry, I'm, for some reason, one of these window 22. is off. I'll come back to that in a second. Hold on to that 22. We lost... Tartan. We lost Brad's window, and I don't know why. Uh, there he's just still right there. No, I know. So. He's still here. <laughs> right about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Now it's back. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Is that a, is that was, a pie? Or is it, was, a it was a Zoom 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that's funny. <laughs> that's what? great. We need to look oh. at the, the image there with the... Oh, my God. Oh, I love this so much. That's really great. <laughs> oh, Do we need to think about I that for the store? I want to frame it. <laughs> need to think about that for the store, Atari. Um, for the merchandise area. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's see. 22 will absolutely hit. I would hope so. Yes. <laughs> Given the fact that a 15 hit. Yeah. That's right. 
Makes sense. So here we go. Uh, uh that somehow does that seem right? Um yes, it does. So that's four piercing. Okay. Uh that's good news. The not as good news is that this is not a magical spear. Um, at least not as far as I know. So um as you pierce it, like you and you do kind of like you know, and it's like and it's sort of troll is like it did you heard it a little um but not as much as you would have liked mm -hmm. um that's true you know and like uh so you know the thing is kind of like looking down at you um and kind of is sort of puts it like starts reaching its hand towards the spear and i assume you're going to try to rip your spear free or are you yeah. just gonna yeah no i'm yeah definitely yeah. um so as it tries to do that uh titch are you gonna move out of the way or try uh, to who who is near me um Bilbo's, Bilbo's right next to you um you don't know what happened to granny you don't know what happened mm -hmm. to coriander seems to have vanished uh myrtle seems to be having some trouble staying on top of the wall but you don't have time to see that really Kids, um yeah. the gray-eyed man is probably the only other person close to you i would say cal so the re cal is about 10 feet to your left the the reason that i ask is that titch is starting to you know his his guard mentality is now clicked in and he's thinking like a fighter and so he is going to reposition he's going to you know um shift around the troll staying within melee range but he's going to get into position so that whoever is most likely to attack from the other side will be opposite him okay to... okay that sounds like a plan the um the man is clearly badly enough hurt um that he's not is the next one technically to go um is not really able to do anything combat wise although he tries to kind of like step forward but you can see that he's just not in a position to swing anything and he says mm -hmm. all right if you're going to stay and do this, then just keep it busy. Just keep it busy a little longer. And you see him kind of glance up at the sky, um, which is lightning rapidly. Blue. Oh, oh, no. Um, so, uh, and that leads us to Cal. Okay. Um, I would like to... A lot going on. <laughs> switch to my bow and shoot if I can. Okay, uh, you can do that for sure. Um, it's focused um, right now on Titch slash Bilbo. Um, actually the same person. <laughs> Would have gotten away with is it if it wasn't for you weapon? damn kids. Bows? Hmm? I'm, I'm sorry? Is that sim a simple weapon, Bo? I'm looking for my yeah. skills. Yes, yeah. simple weapon. Okay, okay. Uh, here we go. Alright, that is a ten. That, unfortunately, is not going to hit, um, and your shot goes wide. Um, okay. You're still 10 feet from it. Do you? Is there anywhere else you want to go towards it, um, away from it, or in the clearing? Well, um... Although, are you, if you're proficient in bows, Cal, are you? Because that's, that's where I was about to go, because his dexterity and his proficiency bonus would both be accounted for if he was right. proficient with bows. So, are you? I guess the question is whether you're proficient in bows or not, uh, Brad, if you know Cal is. Um... Um. Hmm. Uh, what class is he? Messenger. I'm a messenger. Uh, messenger. Yeah. A massager. Well, I, Wait, no. I that's put down um, specifically simple weapons and short swords and swords. I don't remember where I got everything at this point, but oh, uh, and I and I um, 
choose, yeah, I chose a bow as well, so I, I think I am, but I don't remember. Right. Well, short weapon is yeah, sword, swords. Yeah, so you'd be proficient in it. So yeah. that would be another one, right? Two. Um, what's your dexterity? Uh, two. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's using my strength for some odd reason for simple be. weapons, but yeah, dex should uh, be dex and and two for the proficiency. Okay, so my dex is a two versus a zero for strength. So that's plus two, okay. and then another two for the right. So it'd be two plus four. So I guess it's just so two 14. off. Fourteen. Well, yeah. Thank you. So Thank be a, you. No, so no, 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 that's right. So be a twelve. 12. Okay. Um, so yeah, a twelve is not going to hit either. Uh, unfortunately, I think but, it should have been a plus four. So I think it was fourteen. It should be fourteen. Fourteen total. Okay, because the well, because oh, no, the roll the roll you add took the I'm two sorry. into account. So it would just be adding an eight. additional two. Yeah, 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 the roll was an eight. So yeah, twelve. So twelve. Okay. Yeah. Sadly, that's not going to do it. Um, okay. okay. In terms of movement, Cal. Um, I will just. I mean, I'm a little close to be using a bow and stuff, so I will back away. But I'll kind of yell at the same time uh, to the troll. Like, you get out of here, stupid troll! Get out of here! And it just back away, so, you know, pulling out another arrow, kind of thing. The troll pays zero attention to this, having a focal point <laughs> at something else. Um, and <laughs> do I have to strum my lute again at you? Exactly. I'll I'll strum a note if I have to. Um, Bilbo uh, is the last one to go, and Bilbo says, "Yes, you're all doing splendidly, splendidly." And also looks up at the sky. He's like, <laughs> "Just keep it distracted a little longer." Huh! Maybe and you shoot it with your bow again. And Bilbo, rather than doing that, dives through the legs of the troll. Now the troll kind of <laughs> slow as the you know as he moves through, um, but he gets through to the other side. Very nimble, um, Bilbo still is, um, and kind of pulls himself up and says, "I've had the dealings with the likes of you before," um, and uh, begins to yell at it and mock it and make comments about uh, creatures that are made of the stuff of mountains and things like that. Um, and while we do that, that brings us up to the top of the round with Coriander. Um, all right, Coriander, part de of your of your cunning plan, as they would say. Um, so for... the sun doesn't come up before I get to execute my cunning plan. Do you have a handful of pepper? Um, <laughs> the, the pepper pots continue to do their thing. Okay. Pepper um, pots. So... Yeah. The so it, what I would need you to do here is a this is I think sleight of hand actually. Okay. Nice natural. Twin. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> Bam. Okay. So I would actually say that's a good enough roll with that crit that I'll actually. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. What what, we're, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the opportunity to do this. This was supposed to take three turns. I'm going to give it to you in two because of that. So yes. that means that you've okay. got that. So now. <laughs> so you're you're gonna we're gonna have you stealth, but it's not stealth like they can't see you. It's stealth from the troll. So many of yeah. you who are looking, that includes Cal and Titch, not Granny who's behind a wall and has other problems, but um, uh, see Coriander charge out holding. Do you want to describe what you're holding, Coriander? What Coriander is holding is a long bundle of pocket handkerchiefs that she has cleverly knotted together. You may recall, as they set out on this adventure, that she had acquired, mysteriously, more than one pocket handkerchief. She had several on her person, uh, and all of those pocket handkerchiefs are now knotted together like silk scarves from a magician's sleeve. And they're just in this long, uh, well, like looped bundles around her arm. And what she is about to do, if she can, 
is uh, loop them through the legs of the troll uh, in order to tie those legs. Uh, I was I was waiting for you to run around and around it, and then all of a sudden be talking about uh, tow cables and just you know. I've, I've lost my gunner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Wait, what? I don't know that reference. It's That's a, a from Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. The when when they oh, when they knock down yeah, the AT-AT. Yes. Um, yes. There we go. Uh, okay. So uh, a stealth check, please, for me. Um, I don't think I'm going to give you an advantage because I am I'm cutting down the time this takes by a full turn. So um, sure, sure. But a stealth check. From the oh, troll, sure. everyone else can see. Yeah, uh, So this is the last move I have to do, right? Yes. Uh, does anyone want to inspire this just just in case? Don't forget those fellowship points. Or actually, points. you know what? No, no, no. I'm not going to... I mean, fellowship point. I'm using a fellowship point to do this. Yeah, this seems logical. Uh, and uh, so, yes. I'm going to use a fellowship point. She'll bring us down to two to fellowship points total. So yes, advantage. Isn't here. Um, yeah, it's okay, Wayman. This is a this is one where a fellowship point actually even makes more sense. Dirty twenty. Okay. All right. Um, Dirty twenty. <laughs> let's see, and that's going to be technically an opposed roll, but yeah, staggeringly, the troll has no idea. So you yes, staggeringly. you guess that. Well, we're about to talk about staggeringly. That. So you kind of sneak in and out and like wind it around and, and coriander is just this flash of activity um around the legs of the troll and the troll at a certain point is kind of like you know like aware something is moving but doesn't really pay a lot of attention to how this works um okay now the good news is you have this fully sort of like done what are you going to do to because it's still standing in one place at the moment right so mm -hmm. what's the final portion of your cunning plan to get it to you know be affected by what you've just done um, well, I mean, I was imagining that she's just gonna, like, like, that she's been looping and looping and then just kind of pulls it taut. Uh, yeah, but you're that... not gonna have the strength to pull it enough to get the troll to fall. You're gonna need That's the troll's true. movement. So is she, um, I guess... <laughs> so, like, does she keep running to attract its attention? Or, like, you know, she, whatever. She could... So, one of two things. Either... I'm going for the narrative image here. Yeah. Um, either there is something around which she can like quickly loop the um, and not the last remaining end of like like a pillar of stone mm -hmm. or something like that, so that as the troll is moving forward, his own momentum collapses everything. Right. Um, or uh, <clears throat> or she just kind of like uh, digs her heels in and says like. Uh, you know, Titch, <laughs> uh, Kettle, you know, to come and like let, have a bunch of them hold onto the rope as. Uh, but I think I think she would have factored the looping into this plan. So I, I think uh, I think that she would probably have like. I mean, the goal is to tangle his legs. Right. So I think it's like I think she would have just like looped through enough times that there is like a tight. Angle. I agree. I agree. I don't think it needs yeah. to be attached to anything, and I don't think there's anything obviously that you could yeah. attach it to very quickly. But I think, so I think the she rest just of the nodded, yeah, and nodded it, and then like darts out in front of him to get him to try and move okay. towards her. That sounds fine. Um, all right, uh, we will. And see I think she'll go. <laughs> Like this too. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Good. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Actually, um, that'll be important because of what will happen when the troll reacts. We do have Granny okay. first, though, um, and Granny, on your turn, 
uh, you have a wall that is collapsing in your direction. So I'm going to need you to make a uh, dexterity saving throw to get out of the way of this collapsing wall and the person on top of it. Oh boy. Um, isn't Myrtle gonna get, like, smashed by the wall as it comes down with her? Hopefully yeah, but not. we don't care about her. We just want to. Hopefully the, not. Uh, I mean, I will say that. Uh, now, yeah, I, I do want to point out. might break, you know? <laughs> I do want to say the wall, remember, is not, like, 30 feet high. So it's it's not like, you know, she was able to clamber up on top of it. It um, So hopefully she'll be able to throw herself clear. So speaking of little girls climbing on walls and then the walls collapsing. When I was seven years old. <laughs> oh no! Is this like a story where you had a wall collapse? I was not told uh, yeah, this actually, in no, lines like, and veils. Uh, okay, you didn't tell me that. To so, watch out the walls collapse. so like when I was seven, uh, we had just moved into a new house, um, and my stepsister and I, who's one year younger than me, uh, we went uh, climbing around from the balcony onto the garden wall, and it turned out that like one section of the garden wall wasn't. Um, like uh, mortar down, is that the word? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it yep. was yep. just loose bricks, basically. These large concrete bricks. Uh, so yeah, when I climbed onto those, uh, they s slipped away and I like landed in the driveway, which was of course asphalt ah! uh, and hit by two of the bricks. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> I was fine. Oh no. <laughs> you survived to tell the tale. Uh, so... Yeah, because like little children are in fact made of uh, of rubber. rubber. That's right. Um, yes. This is a true fact. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I had like ginormous bruises, which oh, like come no. like one all over my leg, one all over my arm, oh, my God. but not, not a broken bone or anything. It was fine. Uh, Let's hope that Granny fried. comes through this in a similarly good way. Um, <laughs> with well, she's one. not seven years old and in fact her, not her made Her bones are chalk. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Are, are you get, now, are, now for this one, are we getting? An, are you? Do you wish to request an inspiration to compensate uh, for your disadvantage or? Uh, or what? Wait, what am I rolling? By Dexterity the way? saving throw. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's only ability checks that this affects. So yeah, the disadvantage is okay. Ask. No, you're fine. But you could still get advantage on that saving throw, though, if you wanted to or request that. Nah, if Granny dies, she dies. This is fine. Uh, no! <laughs> oh my god! Yes, Everybody dies eventually. Sorry. Prince Justin has inspired Tari. Um, well, she's going to take the 17. <laughs> take the 17. Thank you, Prince Justin, for uh. that. Um, she will take the 17. So yes, you do manage to, at great, uh, at great cost to your, um, to your back, um, where you're like, ah, you know, as you're moving backwards, just in time and, uh, to get out of the way as the wall kind of collapses and just in half time. rumble slowly. Yes. Oh, nice, just nice. In time, just, just in time. Just in time. Um, and, uh, Myrtle manages to more or less the rubber situation, uh, as we said, kind of hits the ground a little bit, but sort of, you know, gets up almost immediately with this terrified look, still dragging this club behind her, which is obviously still too big. And she says, um, and now, of course, the wall is down. So over the wall, you just see the like angry face of the <laughs> troll staring in your direction. Um, and she says, what, what, what are we supposed to do? What do we, what do, we do? Run. You run into that direction. And she turns and... All right, and she starts to run with the club. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like dragging it behind her. Um, what are you doing, uh, Granny? Now that you've uh, that you've said and uh, done all this, because that was kind uh, of a. So, troll paying attention to me now. Yeah, it's paying attention to that general direction. Yes. 
yeah, I guess I will run sideways or try to run sideways as much as my aching back allows for it. Like okay. basically, um, like in a 90 degree angle to Myrtle so that I don't run to the same direction as either Pro or Myrtle. Okay. Does that make sense? So um, you do that. Um, and that's good because the troll is up next. And the troll, which has got Bilbo. Oh, I dash, by the way. Okay. Um, which has got Bilbo, Coriander, uh, and now a crumbled wall and Granny running away from it along with it is just like beside itself. And kind of, you know, if the troll could split itself and move in a bunch of different directions at once, it probably would. <laughs> but instead, it decides to go after the really, like, the one jumping up and down loudest, which is Coriander. And so it... And the handkerchiefs catch tight. And there's a, again, from the Fellowship movie... Right? As it's, like, standing up this one. And then lands on its face. There's this... This booming sound barely misses you, Coriander, in the process. And the man, um, the man says, uh, "Now, on top of it, on top of it," and is kind of like waving at something. And Bilbo says, "Well, you heard him. Come on now!" And like runs over and grabs a rock almost as big as Bilbo, one of the wall stones, and brings it over to put it on top of the troll. Um, okay. Coriander is very small and not very strong, uh, but she is going to uh, jump on top of the troll's back. And uh, <laughs> figuring that she is the heaviest thing that she can put on top of the troll. And she's going to just jump up and down on the troll's neck uh, and going like, Take it! Stop it! Eh! Come here! <laughs> okay. Uh, Cal, what are you doing? Granny, I assume, is still running. Uh, and Titch, what are you doing? So Cal and Titch. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick up the queue and, well, and also pick up the biggest rock I can manage uh, and bring it over and, and you know, Lay it on do, top. do both. Like, set okay. the rock on the troll and, and sort of lean on it kind okay. of thing. I assume what they're trying to do is keep the thing down. So Titch, what about you? Same, same. Okay. Um, you put this on this. As the troll is like... And then, like, sort of with this big lunge is pulling its body up. And Coriander, you kind of have to, like, you have to, like, roll off it, basically, as it pulls it. But as it does so, hey, Genli, good to see you. It looks up. And there's a moment where it looks up at the sky and it gets this horrified, terrible, like, terrified expression on its face. And then it basically pulls itself off, like, hobbits and men of Bree and rocks going in all directions. Um, and begins to lumber off but as it lumbers a ray of sun shoots through uh, the clouds um, just on the horizon so just over the horizon and almost, I don't want to make it like it's a laser beam, but you can see the light sort of illuminating it its silhouette and you see it's like this and then just stops and there is this sound <laughs> and it is frozen in place. Uh, the man walks over slowly, uh, sort of, you know, and painfully, and picks, uh, sort of takes the hilt of his sword, and... That is how you take care of a stone troll, friends. By making it stone. And Bilbo says, I've seen it before! Like, he's, he's just sort of like... Coriander is literally... Coriander is literally, like, 
Coriander is literally like hopping up and down. Like she's not even paid attention to this the man who is injured. She's like, Uncle Bilbo, Uncle Bilbo, it's like in your stories. It's like in your stories. Remember you told us the stories and we did it. We did the same thing as the stories that you told us. And yeah, Bilbo he's is like, like he's doing the exact same thing. He's like, I oh, know it isn't exactly what. Like you're both like just sort of like in the same <laughs> kind of thing talking to each other. Wait a minute, was it a stone troll beforehand or is it a stone troll now? And Does it looked like a fresh troll before. It was always, and the man turns and said, it was always a stone troll, but, but it's gone back to the stuff of the mountains from which it was made. I knew that if we could keep it delayed long enough, it might actually make a mistake like this, but I would not have done it on my own. First well, of all, how is young Myrtle? And uh, Myrtle at this point, um, Granny, is sort of stopped hearing some of the sound of like, you know, people sort of cheering and a lot of laughter, which doesn't sound quite compatible with we're in trouble and uh -huh. turns back around and sees you know what's happening and in the meantime of course as she's walking back is not aware of a rapidly on rushing object known as a hobbit father who um grabs her and gives her this big hug there's a lot of sobbing there's a lot of crying there's a lot of laughing and happy tears and so on and while this is uh going on the um the man uh, uh, sort of his hood was half back anyway and he puts it the rest of the way back he has this long gray brown hair and bright steely eyes and he smiles through the pain of this wound that he suffered at the claws of the troll and he says it's not often that I find myself needing protection less often that it should come in the form of you wondrous folk it would seem I still have much to learn from hobbits and from men and he kind of nods at all of you. My name is Halbarad, and I am a ranger, though that title may not tell you much. Suffice it to know that I, like yourselves, was searching for this one, and he points at Myrtle, who has not paid any attention, too busy being hugged by her dad, for two reasons. First, for fear that she might find true danger. Second, and he kind of walks over, because she took something I was meant to guard, and um, he uh, sort of looks Coriander down at Coriander looks at Myrtle with new respect. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I certainly didn't expect a burglar like Myrtle, and she fooled me. Uh, you looked like you were going to say something before uh, uh, Titch. Yeah, well, I mean, for one, he, he, he was going to say, no, 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 the more important question is, and look directly at, at uh, Coriander and be like, where is your mother? But... Um, no, he's not going to do that. When when the guy is like heading over and saying something I was supposed to guard, Titch at that point is going to change his tack and not start yelling at Coriander for not being grounded like she's supposed to be right now. But instead, <laughs> grounded. <laughs> right. If, he's just like if 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 you know uh, Halbarad, whatever the hell his name is, uh, starts heading for this thing, Titch is going to be. Ah, 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 ah. And Halbarad kind of looks back and he says, Ah. He says, this item you mean, and points to the club that he's, like, gesturing at. And he glances down at Bilbo and is like, get, get it before he takes it, because I'm not going to fight anybody else. And, um, and Halbered says, Bilbo, I had not noticed at first that you, someone of your stature, would be in this company. And Bilbo says, well, Halbered, you understand, I can't always just stay in my home, you know. I'm not ready to be wheeled mm -hmm. out to pasture just yet. 
And Halberet smiles, but it's not a Wheel smile. Wheel Hunter Pastor is innately not being in your home. What are you talking about? <laughs> he, uh, Halberet gives a smile, but it's not a smile of mockery. And he says, What Myrtle took from Kingsworthy, Bilbo, is indeed a rare relic. It's a token of an ancient past best forgotten. It was hidden in plain sight and has remained safe for a long time until earlier today. But now, he says with a smile, looking at Bilbo and all of the rest of you, I think I may have found someone worthy of its safekeeping. If you have it, and if you promise that it be delivered to a place even safer eventually, I have heard tell there may be a certain Matham house missing certain artifacts, and Bilbo kind of looks uncomfortable and kind of, you know. Um, it may be in better hands than mine, and he chuckles softly. His hard eyes brighten a bit, and he says, Coriander, sorry, no, point right, of order. Right. Coriander pipes up and says, the Matham House has terrible artifact storage. They were extremely bad at keeping paper documents, and I do not they trust them are to actually renovating. Well, they should have taken that into account before doing this. This is, I'm sorry, I cannot, in good conscience, I cannot allow this artifact to go back to the Matham House. Although, and she sidles up to Myrtle. made of paper. She sidles up to Myrtle, and she is like, I need to know everything about how you did it. How did you do it? And and Myrtle, Myrtle sort of like, as Myrtle says this, of course, her mort, Coriander kind of looks at you like, you know, gives you this look like, are you t telling my daughter something about getting into trouble again or something? Myrtle, however, doesn't seem at any response as of yet. Um, and uh, he says, uh, and so uh, Halbarad says, if you would be so kind as to see the Mudfits home, I'm certainly have a fine meal awaiting for them. I have some, and he kind of winces a little bit. It's a serious gash in his shoulder. Yeah. I have wounds to tend to, but I hope this won't be our last meeting. And wait, wait, wait. So he stops uh, hearing you. By that time, Granny's uh, hobbled back. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, come, come down here. Let me have a look at you. And he kind of kneels down very seriously. Uh, yeah, Granny basically takes uh, like takes a close look at the wound and sees what she can do about it. Um, make um, let me have you make a medicine check for me, please, Granny. Uh, I'm gonna well. Yeah, I, mean, duct tape. I have to use up the inspiration this session, right? Because um, we're not turning it around smart. his neck. Yep. Just put a tourniquet around his neck. He'll be fine. Um, and yes, you would have to use the inspiration uh, because we're not uh, we don't have another session this month, so. Okay, then I'm going to use inspiration for that one to give myself a straight roll. Medicine. While, while she's doing that, Coriander's like, Granny, you look exhausted. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, that it would have been with an advantage. It would have been good with the normal, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and that, that makes sense. You are pretty tired, and she does look exhausted. So you can respond to that if you want, Granny. Um... um... Don't don't distract me, child. Now. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, in that case, I'm gonna use one uh, use of my healer's kit. Okay. Uh, via leechcraft. Uh, you are skilled according to ancient traditions and the healing of wounds and sickness uh, as an action. You can spend a craft slot to tend to a creature within five feet of blah blah blah. Make a DC 10 intelligence medicine check. Okay. 
Please, so, please roll a one and accidentally put one of the leeches on his eye. <laughs> so yeah, like, go ahead and do that. Um, sorry. He doesn't mean roll a one, by the way. Oh no, I don't want you to actually roll a one. <laughs> oh god. Um, can I? Can I? No. He said, "He's not going well." He says, "Um, uh, he says as he sees that you're kind of going along, he says, you look." as if you may need some rest yourself, and I've taken worse. Given some time, I'll be fine, especially now that we've eliminated a threat. Perhaps I'll even find a way to use this as a kind of... He says, jabbing his thumb at the uh, statue of the troll, a kind of a scarecrow, if you will. There are worse things than having a stone statue of a troll in the middle of a field, if other there trolls decide to make their time. troll in the field. He kind of looks at you, he says, yes, and he kind of reaches his shoulder and says, um, I hope this will not be our last meeting, but please see the Mudfoots home while you can. And he turns without waiting for a reply, and in a matter of seconds, um, he is, uh, the shadows of the heath in the gradually dawning light um, swallow up the rangers if he were one of their own, and he's gone. Um, when you accompany... The mudfoot's back to. Wait, oh, before she does that, Coriander very carefully goes and retrieves all of her pocket handkerchiefs. Ah, okay, definitely takes those back. Um, so uh, Mort uh, explains. Yes. Does Granny recognize any of those handkerchiefs? Uh, well, they're <laughs> yeah, all they? Bilbo's. Oh, they're all Bilbo's. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Bilbo yeah. probably would give you a suspicious slash, somewhat fond look. You know, like at, at oh, these not things a too. Um. <laughs> But Mort explains to his wife Marigold what happened once they're back at Oatbarton. And you have some uncomfortable reminders, Coriander, of what it sounded like when you were getting yelled at by your mom. because And will again. Yeah, it sounds sort of <laughs> something like that. But she prepares a grand feast for everyone as a thank you for their efforts. It is enough to, you get, have rid chicken? Of, to get rid of your level of, yes, uh, to get rid of your level of exhaustion as well, Granny. This is delicious stuff. Um, and after a fine meal and a long sleep, you can begin your journey back to Bag End with the Club of the Bull Roarer hidden among your gear this time, since it's not a good idea to just wave this weapon around. Bilbo is in, you know, very fine spirits, as you might expect, kind of whistling along and making up a new song about trolls and trolls and the return to the circle of life and trolls <laughs> and all that. Um, exactly. And before, um, yeah, go ahead, before Grant. they leave, I think, can I just say, uh, Coriander, um, at some point, like, in... in, in so at some point during the feast, while uh, while Myrtle's mother is remonstrating with her and stuff, and she is feeling actually she she kind of gets a little quiet and a little and sad. And um, once that's done, she kind of like tugs at the sleeve of uh, of of like of Myrtle's parents <clears throat> and says to them, "I'm really I'm really sorry to uh, ask this. I." I I feel like it would be bad form usually, but um, I I think my my mother is also a little nervous about where I've been, and I was just wondering if you would feel comfortable um, uh, signing this note. <laughs> and she like pulls out a note. <laughs> What's uh, the note say? Please tell me what the it, note says. It's adoption paperwork. It's like I'm <laughs> sick of my mother. <laughs> no, it is that. Um, uh um uh it's a note that basically says to whom it may concern <laughs> uh uh coriander 
middle name Took. She has a middle name. I haven't figured it out yet, but it, it sounds it sounds very good. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> like maybe Annabelle. I don't know. Coriander Annabelle Took. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, so um, this is to certify that Coriander Annabelle Took had a very good reason for uh, falling behind. That reason being. Uh, uh, taking part in the rescue of our daughter uh, M- Myrtle Mudfit. <laughs> Her, if she has a middle name, it's totally on there as well. Okay. This is a like legit document. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, and and she is uh, a um, and we wish to to recognize and certify that she is a very loving um, daughter who uh, feels very 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 many ba- very, many varies. Um, one whole line of varies bad uh, for having um, uh, d- d- disobeyed the uh, spirit, if not the letter, of uh, what was um, expected of her. But it was for a very good reason, um, and she would do it again if she had to. Uh, <laughs> like I love that it's just prepared, right? I will say also, it is in a very tidy hand. She has she's brought out her like very best copper plate handwriting. Okay, yeah. Uh, she's you know again it's dexterous. It's, it's and they whatever. they they are you know so there's this sort of they kind of only look... if you feel comfortable signing it. I, if you don't feel comfortable signing it, I can drop something different or 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 you could use your own words if you want. I just wanted to minimize the trouble. I'm so sorry. I just I would like an insight check from you, please, Coriander. An insight check. Oh yes. God. Okay. Oh dear. Oh gosh. I don't think this is going to go very well. She's <laughs> not a very insightful person. Natural high. Natural twenty. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> it actually works perfectly. So the so Mort um, and uh, Marigold um, look at each other, and there is a moment where you know that only two parents who dearly love their child and have had similar situations before could know what this means. Like as you explain the whole business and wordlessly Mort takes the paper, scribbles his name, hands it to his wife. She writes her name. (laughs) They hand it back to you, smile and turn away. Yes! Um, Coriander's eyes are like saucers and 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 they well up with uh with tears of gratitude and she whispers, thank you, and then she like vanishes. When you arrive back uh in the Shire, as you are coming up Bagshot Row, you see someone, um actually a sort of unusual figure. You see a dwarf in a red hood who is peeking into the window of Bag End. And uh, I will in fact You've got show a you, creeper! I will, show, geez, I will show you a picture of this person. Actually. It's a nice hobbit hole you got there. Would be a shame. <laughs> be a shame anything happened to <laughs> it. Happened to it. <laughs> wow. I put this on stream just now. Whoops, I think I, oh, I didn't crop that. it properly, but it's okay. Um, oh, him. Oh, him? Him, yeah. Okay, now it's on stream. Um, and uh, he turns at, there we go. He turns at your approach and uh, casts off the hood, 
revealing a keen smile and a long white beard. And he says, Bilbo, you old rascal. You told me to drop by for tea any time, and here I am. The dwarf pauses with a grin and collects himself before offering a polite smile. Ah, forgive the exuberance of an old dwarf. Balin, son of Fundin, at your service. That's exactly who I thought it was when I saw the image. With a bow, he casts a knowing... He casts a knowing <laughs> smile at Bilbo. What kind of trouble have you gotten yourself into this time? Oh, that's Burma. a story. And that line, actually, of Titch's, that's a story, will bring this adventure to a close as we end with Expert Treasure Hunters. Now, a couple of quick notes for the party. First of all, Balin, son of Fundin, is now available to be chosen as a patron by the company. So you could now actually pick this. And the reason this matters is that our next session of this game is actually going to be a fellowship phase happening in between this session and the next adventure, which is called, in case you're curious, Most Excellent Fireworks. But before we get to that, we've got a fellowship phase, which will come next. So first of all, Balin is now a, a um, patron. Second, and perhaps of interest to the party, is the fact that um, Bilbo is going to keep the Bull Roarers Club at Bag End for study, though he promises with some difficulty that he will eventually donate it to the Matham House of Michelle Delving, <laughs> although there's a little bit of grumbling happening with it. And then finally, yes, Ren, you, you had a no, question? No, go ahead. Uh, He's just then, keeping count. Oh, okay. And then finally, the fact that you have now all raised to level two. Two? Yep. That's Hooray! what I want. Level two. Level two. Level two. Love a level up. Are we doing the level up together? That's up to you. I think you can do the level up actually as part of the fellowship phase because we're going we're awesome. to put that together. And I think that'll work. Great. Remember the fellowship phases here, we'll talk about this next time, are slightly different because they are in between seasons. So it's a little bit different in terms of how hmm. they're handled. But yeah, Balan's a patron of this show. Let that sweet, sweet gold roll in. Oh my God, can you imagine? I'll give you a thousand dollars per month, no problem. Like, yeah, that'll be <laughs> um, anyway, um, what a pleasure, everybody. It was really, really a lot of fun to do that. Um, and I love the fact that we're now heading, to, we're almost halfway actually through the Shire Adventures campaign now um, because it is a smaller, as we knew, shorter campaign to begin with. But we got a lot of the basics because, in case. Because, because we are hobbits. Because also small and short. So obviously short. Uh, but listen, I mean, it continues to be the case that <laughs> even with these sort of small, in quotes, smaller stakes, this is still a big deal. You saved a hobbit. You saved, you know, you stopped the freaking troll, um, you know, and you were all super brave and came up with super smart ideas to handle it. And, you know, um, that was all very good on all levels. And there were a lot of really fun visuals to play with also in the midst of it. So I... I was a fan of all of this. Um, and I will start with the gentleman on the bottom of the column, uh, and that's starting with you this time, Trent. Um, so, Titch, uh, again, first of all, the arrow which got things started, and then the spear. You were actually, I think, the one that did actual damage to the troll on several occasions um, <laughs> with this stuff. But I think you all kind of knew you were a bit overmatched. It was going to be hard to sort of just take down the troll normally, because none of you have any magical weapons and all that. So, um, you had that that you had to sort of take into account. Um, and then also thinking about what was going to happen with who got what. I mean, I love the fact that at the end of it, you're like, okay, Bilbo, you should go get this club. And there's a slight evolution of character here, it seems to me, because I can imagine Titch's law and order side being like, well, it should be in the original place that it's guarded. But then also you could you could argue it either way. Well, I'm supposed to help Bilbo get his thing, whatever. But it's just interesting to me that there was a slight... Uh, 
shifting slightly maybe that I perceived of Titch's character towards this. If not, I'm sure you'll explain to me how it was part of the the one consistent character all along. But I was I enjoying mean, watching it play out. Um, how'd you feel I about today? I Coriander is rubbing off on him. Where it, no no where it was, where where the the club was was held clearly not a secure area. Uh, I see. Obviously <laughs> not secure. And as Fair. soon as as soon as you know Herbert Gerber said you know take it to the Mather house whatever um it's it's the accent it's just you know it's a brie thing um so you know as soon as he said you know maybe take it to the math house at that point titch was like ah okay okay and that's why when when coriander was like no they're they're horrible and he jumped to the defense of the math house was like no that is the right place for it absolutely take it there because then it helps to offset any guilt he might feel at being extremely tangentially you know connected to any larceny that might have happened or whatever you know um right. before even though he was standing guard like he was told um and uh yeah he's um no he's not being influenced by anybody he's still very much on the side of of law and order uh-huh mm-hmm. yep totally yeah. um yeah, how'd you feel about today trend where will the fine <laughs> folks find you next uh hated it Every yeah, moment of it, it was just awful. Uh, <laughs> the the whole thing with the trend, and amazingly, somebody who has loved D and D as long as I had, when you know I stuck the the, the troll, and because you didn't mention it with the bow, but you did mention it with the spear, and it's like it's not a magical weapon, and I was like, so, oh wait, right, damn it, oh yeah. boy, this I did gonna, I uh, did mention <laughs> the whole breaking off of the arrow thing, which might have yeah, indicated but, something. Yeah, but I mean, I mean did that with legalism because it's true arrows just being a badass. Too. yes that's true yeah exactly um so uh yeah i i it was great it was lovely and wonderful and beautimous and um beautimous yeah um yeah it's 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 great where will people see me next here on saturday july 1st that's right uh yeah. that's right a week from saturday for some more eberron where mm-hmm. uh, that thing has got <laughs> speaking of issues, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, no, not not individual issues, whole subscriptions. Yeah, that's th- just, I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, <laughs> the stakes there are that's pretty high now. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Titch uh, doesn't do steak; he likes chicken. He likes so chicken. Fine. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, plenty of good chicken at this meal. Right. I should have mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, and he's as they're walking back towards you know back end, he's got the the club under his shield. Uh, over his back so he can't really see it and he's got like a chicken in each hand <laughs> he's walking down I like thing. the fact too that Titch is basically like Shaggy's you know like approximate build but apparently mm-hmm. can still eat like 700,000 calories of chicken oh, yeah. day and no effect yeah. like Shaggy who eats like sandwiches Shaggy. that are like uh, right. go all the way up to the ceilings right. which, which Fred refers to as his jaw stretcher specials so, yeah. <laughs> that's right um, what specials? Oh, the jaw oh, stretcher specials, because Shaggy has these jaw huge sandwiches. Stretcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I never watched it in English, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> always a pleasure, Trent. Thank you. Good stuff today. Um, good stuff as well, uh, Tari, from you and from Granny. Uh, we got the level of exhaustion early, which put a little bit of the kibosh mm-hmm. on some things, and then some of the roles with medicine and all that. I, I, you know, I felt bad, but it did fit the exhaustion paradigm. Yeah. Um, but you also were trying to kind of eyes on the prize with Myrtle and be like, hey, like. You know, um, we need to we need to get this going. Also, I was a big fan of your reaction to Mort being like, "Ah, get over it. She's fine." You know, like that was that was very funny. Um, well, I mean, she's right. Oh no, I mean, absolutely. We found like a clue to her where she is, and he's like, 
going as a father myself uh let me tell you uh that i can understand why you wouldn't be thinking mort wouldn't be thinking no 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 no, all, no of course know, sort of that, that but time. like granny has like this like she's removed from the situation right yes because she doesn't have any emotional attachment to any of the people involved for sure so, no it's uh, totally true um stay level-headed and be logical about this stuff so you were able to do uh, that, and then in the end, of course, uh, the troll was defeated and uh, Myrtle was saved. So uh, no creatures died. There. And you did get out of the way of a collapsing wall. So we didn't have to get no a repeat of what happened to you died. in IRL. Um, right, yeah. One was turned That's to stone. trollish. Yeah, huh? Well, they're just <laughs> turned to stone forever. That's not the same thing. Um, how'd you feel about today, Tari? Where will the fine folks find you next? Oh, well, this was a lot of fun. And I missed this. Always takes way too long in between sessions. Yeah. But I'm uh, very much looking forward to the next session. Um, and because I'm very tired and really want to go to bed. Me too. <laughs> Since it is uh, 1.30 a.m. here. Ah! Uh, Super uh, late. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to say uh, people can find me here on various Tuesdays, either for this or at 6 p.m. my time and at noon eastern standard time uh for gamebook illustration streams um where i think we're gonna have our last session of the current book next time right, right? definitely yeah midnight rogue yep uh, midnight rogue right fighting fantasy midnight rogue um and the adventures of uh, no man Greyblade. and Greyblade. Yeah. yes uh most skilled of all the burglars um and uh, besides that people can find me on instagram and on tumblr uh, at taritoons where you can also check out my new webcomic called penelope's little heraldry which is very educational and so i've been told it's uh, also cute and funny which is good can I'm confirm trying. on both <laughs> counts it was a lot of um fun to so yeah uh go 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 do that uh and i'm I'm going to go sleep on my desk now. Good night. <laughs> Thank you, Tari. Sleep well. Uh, I'll move quickly with the other two as well. Um, Brad, uh, good stuff from Cal today oh. also. Cal had an eventful session. One For one thing, tracking. Um, you know, Cal being able to find the scrap of yellow, being able to find the tracks, the, the booted figure, you know, the booted tracks afterwards, uh, was part a big part of the how do we find her in the first place. That was, you know, you and Titch was a lot of figuring that stuff out, so there was that. Um and then, uh, obviously, during the fight itself, the business with the loot um, and just playing it. It was very much like, we're all you all have the same idea. We just have to distract this thing. And you were all doing a very good job of distracting it, as you said, pinball fashion, uh, until the thing finally was able to uh, fall in the end. So um, effective stuff, I think, out of Cal today. And you did manage to defeat the troll in the end. How did you feel about today's session? And where will the fine folks find you next? Yeah, I felt like I was channeling the river but I was kind of like a very, very weak reflection of what, <laughs> what she is, you know? Bring is all I can do. I can't even sing a song or anything. Um, yeah, no, it was fun. What strikes me the most, like, as we're finishing up and going into the fellowship phase, is, like, reflecting back, you know, starting with <laughs> crossing the river or the stream or whatever. Yeah. You oh, know, God. just that simple thing. And then, you know, getting to Mitchell Delving and, and uh, the... the, the owl getting the map you know and then coming up here and stuff and um it was it's a nice little arc that was a pretty that was a pretty yeah. fun adventure you know to go through so i mean, yeah, enjoyed all of that and then i'm looking forward to uh, uh the fellowship phase and then just kind of seeing how things progress so it's yeah it's really i really dig this you know the feel of of 
these adventures and stuff and looking forward to more. So, um, so yeah, it was great. Um, you can find me at quillings.com and I'll be at, uh, uh, Gen Con soon. Greg and I will have more info about that. Uh, but do look up, um, Gen Con has an events catalog. Uh, yeah. and you can look up, you can just look up a last name actually. Um, at least for me, I, I probably work for you as well, Greg, but yep. you'll find our, um, uh, whatever events that we're signed up for, either either panels or seminars, uh, and even signings are in there as well. So if you're going to Gen Con, go to the events catalog, look us up, and you can find out what we're doing and maybe catch us there. Yep, absolutely. And and I would agree with that 100%. Um, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Prince Justin. But um, soon, though, soon we'll have you back. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely do that because uh, Brad has many more workshops than I do here, but I have a couple myself. And then obviously I have a lot of panels that I'll be on, plus a D&D event that I'm running over there. So uh, definitely oh, cool. you should check out all this symposium stuff as well. Um, but thank you, Brad. Good stuff as always. And we will see you next month back here. And last but certainly not least, Amal, um, it was uh, very eventful for Coriander also on multiple levels. First of all, getting <laughs> away from the grounding. I loved mm-hmm. the bit with the, at the end with the note and the whole thing that was already planned <laughs> and written out. I love that. I'd like to think that you have copies of these that can be used when, when you know, needed at various <laughs> times. Um, like Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> to whom it may concern, this person was at this place, you know. Anyway, it was great. Um, but I also, you know, obviously the idea of the handkerchiefs was a great idea. Um, and your idea of distraction from the very beginning obviously was something everyone else was also at the same time considering. Um, but I really like the idea that Coriander sort of felt, you know, it, it's again, it's I'm, I'm not pushing the idea that there's a huge change. But I felt there was this notice that Coriander had when thinking about Myrtle about how the parents were upset about Myrtle and almost it feels like, tell me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, that it's a way for Coriander to see the upset when she's slightly distant from it herself. Like, oh yeah, this is why the parents get so sad and worried about their kid with this. And that doesn't mean Coriander is going to become a, you know, a homebody, but it means like there's a certain layer of knowledge maybe that's been added to uh, Coriander's book of information um that could be used which i thought was kind of neat i'm so, laughing at this because yeah. this is the daddest you have ever been on this <laughs> like, <laughs> now i i hope uh, coriander has learned has a learned a lesson no 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 <laughs> i not at all not at all no as i as i said as i said no i mean like i that is funny though no but i think more i think what i liked about it was the fact that i i took the cue from when you said that uh coriander was getting a little sort of sad and thoughtful and i don't think that was just so that she could get out of trouble no, no, i think no, no, you know no. there was I, I think you're right and the thing is like for for coriander she absolutely is like why won't my parents just trust i've never been in trouble once in my life i am very good at the things that i do and i'm very nimble and i i'm very responsible and you know and she's called granny with her and stuff uh so i think that um i think that she's always like struggling to imagine the things that her parents are afraid of yeah so actually seeing myrtle in that situation and seeing like myrtle's parents be like justifiably afraid yeah uh is, is a thing that is like oh okay maybe if they were afraid that a troll might get me and stuff i can imagine this is, they're scary and they do exist and so you know, obviously I would never be in that situation at the beginning, but I can understand <laughs> how they could be afraid of that. So I, I think that that definitely, like, is a thing. But also she doesn't want her mother to think that she doesn't, you know, 
care about she she really like was going home but someone was in trouble yeah what are you gonna do yeah no what are you gonna do not go and help a person who's in trouble and stuff so uh i think that was the main thing i don't think she actually has i feel like this is actually the first time that she has like gotten somebody else to endorse a note she herself would write plentiful notes to her parents and like leave them all over especially in situations i imagine where like the spoon drawer is empty once again or the uh, <laughs> you, you may know, have noticed notes. the missing utensils yeah. and yeah just just like little notes going i'll bring these back later or um the or or sometimes actually if there are more plentiful spoons she'll be like um it was just important that we have these they wanted to be here and stuff like that uh so i think that her parents are probably used to like ephemera but in this case this is like she's taking this very seriously and she she really she genuinely wants a testimonial to like like no i, I had to do this it yeah was I, I picture coriander someday opening up a competing museum uh with all the stuff that she wants to display yes. in the proper manner which a bunch Absolutely. of the and a bunch of the attendees are like that's my stuff you know like like quoting it like the, the different <laughs> exhibits you know I love that actually. One dedicated to spoons. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Another for kerchiefs. Like, this is absolutely a hundred percent something I want to have happen. This is end goals for her. She doesn't know it at this point in time, but by the time she's thirty-three, yes. by the time she's thirty-three, uh, this is what, what will have happened. I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I really, really loved that. Um, it, I thought it was delightful. It was great fun uh, with everyone. Also, just the fact that like she got to be reunited with people, and she wasn't. Ex- she genuinely was not expecting that. So, um, like she was really scared, and then she realized everyone she knew who she'd mm-hmm. been traveling with was there, and she could be less scared. I like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, where people can find me. Um, I have a newsletter. I'm staying put. I'm not traveling anymore this summer, but I, I don't want to <laughs> anyway. Um, and uh, so I'll be here whenever our next session is, but also just find me on my website. I have a newsletter. Follow me there if you wish. Uh, things might get announced there at some point soon. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Good stuff. Um, thank you, everybody. I know we ran a little bit over today, but thank you. Uh, for uh, being here and doing a wonderful session to wrap this up. And I'm excited for the fellowship phase. I'm excited to see what people come up with. So uh, much love to, well, sorry, Trent, you saying something? I was going to say before I forget, because yeah. I suddenly remembered uh, today is my housemate's birthday. So happy birthday, Granite. Okay, well, happy um, birthday, birthday to Trent's housemate. Happy birthday to <laughs> Trent's housemate. Uh, and with those birthday wishes ringing in our ears, check, we get some love for the amazing members of uh, the Shire Adventures crew. Thank you to Amal. Thank you to Brad. Thank you to Tari, who's now sleeping, I hope. And thank you to Tren. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Good stuff. And I will see you folks back here next month. Yay. Bye for now. Bye.